Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Oh, we off the Costanza? Did you make an executive decision? Last time you were on the fence about playing it, it seemed that way. I think we should let the public decide. I like mixing it up. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, it's half your show. You know, I'm very pro-woman in the workforce. So 317-684-8444. That's the phone number. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever you've got on your mind, we do appreciate hearing from you. And again, the overwhelming number of calls were related to this Indiana Secretary of State's race, Diego, these allegations that he may have illegally voted in 2018 when he was running for Congress. And one person asked a great question, and I'm going to let's just play the call first, because, again, it comes back to people are blaming me (laughs) if Diego doesn't win. And I keep telling them no one loves themselves more than me. But a radio broadcaster is not at fault if a candidate doesn't earn votes. It's the fault of the candidate. And this person asked a great question related to that. Go ahead. Hey, Rob, just sitting here. I'm curious, once again, I think I may have asked this a while back, but who are the people that actually picked Diego Morales? What what can, Is there any way you can get us those names or the body of... Legislatures or whoever they are, the Republican Party or whoever picked Diego in the first place. And has anybody ever investigated or called them and asked them why would you pick this guy? What is what is behind this? There's something not right. It's just too fishy. Could you please find out and let us know as listeners are curious how he ever got here in the first place? What delegates put him in there? How did they do it? What's the purpose? They have to be embarrassed. That's all I can say. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Love your show. Well, we'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? Yeah. So a couple things people need to remember about Diego, which is that Diego has wanted to be in public office for a very long time. It's why much of his career was not as a state worker that he was like, you know, uh, uh, working in state government in the sense of he was always working for the office holder, right? It was Todd Rokita. Mm-hmm. It was Mike Sodrell. Mm-hmm. I believe he worked for Becky Skillman when she was lieutenant governor for a very brief period of time. Charlie White, Mike Pence. He was doing this because he wanted to be a player and he wanted to be in public office. And in 2018, he tried to run for secretary of state. He then quickly realized he was going to get beaten into the dirt by Connie Lawson, and so he backpedaled out of that. Okay, no harm, no foul. Well, like a few weeks later, now I'm running for Congress. And it comes back to the thing we talked about, Casey, which is we should demand people who run for public office because they think they would be good at something, not because they're a person in search of an office. Mm -hmm. You can't say, 
I mean, now he learned from Todd Rokita, and we'll play that audio for you here later about how Todd Rokita taught him everything he knows. But this is what people like to, why Todd, people like Todd Rokita drive me crazy. I would be the best Secretary of State. I would be the best Congressman. I would be the best Senator. I would be the best Attorney. No, you wouldn't be the best at any of them. Period. But it's but. Pick something Pick because one. because you would be good at it, because you have an expertise in this or a background in this, or you bring this to the table. Mm-hmm. So we were warning people ahead of convention on this show, and Casey was here by then and could vouch for it, not to vote for Diego, because that's what Diego is. Diego is a guy who was littered with flaws, who were known, these flaws were known, they weren't unknown, who was desperately in search of an office at the expense of everything else. And the delegates, so Diego was picked at the Republican State Convention this uh, this June, mm-hmm. this past June, and he was picked by people who run for public office to be delegates. It was the second round of voting, right? Yes, that's correct. So on your primary ballot this past May, at the end of your ballot, you had a list of people who were running for state delegate. And you maybe voted for some of those people. Maybe you left it blank. Those people who were elected delegate then went to the Republican state convention and voted, not all of them, obviously, but the majority of them voted for Diego on the second ballot. Mm-hmm. And this is why when people come at me about being critical of Diego, dude, <laughs> we were telling you this stuff in April. We were telling you this stuff in May. We were telling you this stuff in June. Abdul and I were way, rockets, red glare, lots of bombs in the air. Mm-hmm. We were saying this much of the same stuff we were saying today. We were telling you this beforehand, saying do not nominate this guy. This guy is a colossal disaster waiting to happen. Everybody who knows the guy or has been around the guy knows many of these things. Now, not all of them that have come out, but many of them. And the delegates were so desperate to send a, an anti-Holcomb message. And this is where Holcomb's to blame on this. Because Holcomb conveniently, Connie Lawson conveniently in the middle of her term decided to quit, which meant Holcomb got to make the pick, mm-hmm. which meant it was Holly Sullivan, who was also a total stooge. So the delegates said, well, we've got to send a message to Holcomb that we're not, this is about the lockdowns, this is about the mandates, this is about all of these things. It's not going to be Holly, Holly and Sullivan. And we are not going to take Holly Sullivan. And we always said, I always said, okay, fine, but there's another highly qualified person running who is not an activist. He is not you know, a conservative stalwart, but you really don't need nor should you want that in the Secretary of State's office because it is an administrator of the will of the Indiana General Assembly. And that guy was David Shelton, who is a, was a clerk in Knox County who literally his job was to administer elections. And he had won an award for catching voter fraud. Mm-hmm. And many, many, like 60 of his fellow county clerks across the state said, this guy is uber competent. We endorse him. We support him. If you're wanting someone who will fairly administer elections, this is your guy. But David wasn't an activist. And the Republicans at the convention wanted the most activist-y person or whatever. And Diego is great at going to the rubber chicken dinners and handing plates out to people mm-hmm. and smiling and whatever. And this is what you get. Mm-hmm. You, The Republican Party, I, have, I, I, I hold nothing back on Diego. And the Republican delegates are to blame because you had a super competent person in David Shelton who didn't get the job, didn't get the nomination because he wasn't activist enough. This is a creation of the Republican Party. Everybody is to blame on it. Diego is most to blame. Holcomb is to blame. The delegates are to blame. This is a disaster of their own creation. Okay, so the short answer would be the delegates. That's right. Who you voted for. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't vote for but All right. Do we have another phone yes, call? Yes, we have another phone call uh, about someone and how they voted in the Secretary of State's race. 
Hey, Randall, Casey, Rob, uh, enjoy the show very much. And, Rob, I just want you to know, I know many people want you to run for governor. I uh, just let you know, if you run, you have my vote. Uh, definitely with this Secretary of State race, I am not voting for Diego Morales. And in the Senate race, I am not voting for the Duke of Spendingburg, Todd Young. Uh, I am voting for James Seniak, and I'm a Republican myself. Uh, so, anyways, love what you guys are doing. Keep up the good work. Well, you cannot run for governor because we need you right here. Yeah, I'm, I am not. Uh, Your now, time is now, not coming. Here's what I will say, and this is not about me, but I will say this about as a broad swath, okay? So, so many people would say, well, the libertarian doesn't have a chance to win, so I'm not going to waste my vote on them. When in reality, if all the people who, air quote, wasted their vote did vote for the libertarian, they would have a good chance to win. But that's beside the point. If you want good people to give you another option, if that is really the goal here of people, then the number one way to do that, take me out of the equation, mm -hmm. good people who would be good candidates who bring a lot to the table are far more apt to start running if the libertarians have primary ballot access after this year. And that only happens if Jeff Moore gets the 10%. Mm -hmm. Good people are going to look at what happens tomorrow and are going to say, look, if the Libertarians are now consistently a 10% party, which they would be, Rainwater got an 11 and a half. If Jeff gets more than 10, you now have a third party who is a consistent double-digit party. Good people will start coming out of the woodwork because now they are viable. That is why this is, this is so important. So it's not about me. I'm not running for governor in two years. Not going to happen. I enjoy this way too much. But good people, not just governor, but all these other offices will start doing it if you if you give them reason to believe they are viable in that in that process. You know, and a lot of people have been saying to you and on social media, well, you know, I I don't I'm not going to vote for more because I don't want Destiny Wells to win. And I don't want a Democrat to win Secretary of State because I'm pro-life and we don't have the same agreement. Yeah. Secretary of State is not making policy in regards to that. So this is the chance that you can vote for someone yep. who's not a Republican and it will send that message to the Republican Party without affecting legislation. And look, look and this is one person's opinion. If Jeff were a zero, we would not be, I would not be talking about him the way that I do. I talk about Jeff because he's a great candidate who would do a great job. There is a libertarian running for state auditor. Have you ever heard me mention that person's name once? I've, ne I've never mentioned that person's name. You know why? Because they haven't earned, they haven't earned it for me. I talk, and, and most of the time when we talk about Todd Young, it's what a colossal failure Todd Young is. Because let's face it, and I like James. James Siniak is a, is a good guy. I think he's got a future. I think he'll be much better if he decides to run for something again because it's an experience. Mm -hmm. But we talk about Jeff because Jeff is an A-plus candidate. Mm -hmm. Jeff Moore, the Secretary of State candidate, is A-plus. If he were a Republican, because many of his views are in the traditional conservative mold of, of what it is to be a Republican, he would win 60% of the vote and we would not be having a conversation right now. That's what we should want. We did get one other question. Somebody had a question about where they vote because now the Diego potentially illegally voting mm -hmm. thing has got sparked nervous. all sorts of questions like, yeah. am I breaking the law? Right. right. Go ahead. Hey, I have a question. Um, well, first off, I want to say I love your guys' show. I listen to on my mail route every day. Um, but my question is similar to the question I just heard on the radio. And I moved, uh, bought a house, um, and I moved um, back in April, May, and 
I didn't get my license changed until I went in to renew my license plate on the vehicles. And she told me that I can't vote now because it's too late to register. Well, I was already registered at the old address. And I'm in the same township. I'm in the same town. I'm in the same county, same township, and everything. So I would still be voting for the same people, but I'm, you know, where I'm at now or where I was at, you know, before because they're like drive time, five minutes apart from each other. So it's not like I've moved from, like you said on the last call, from Avon to Plainfield. I, you know, moved within Martinsville to Martinsville. Okay, so I'm going to take a stab at this. Mm -hmm. I want to clarify this by saying you need to call your county election headquarters. You can do that today, and they will be able to give you the official ruling on this. This I'm taking a stab at this. <laughs> this is not legal advice. This is just a guy playing, taking a stab at something on the radio. They will not prevent you from voting. They, You will need to vote at where you're registered to vote. They do are not in the business of investing, keeping people from voting. Where you're registered to vote at is where you vote at. So you will very likely, and and for the most part now, it is just, the only thing that would be affected like this is like if your city, because Martinsville is a city, your city council races, or if your school board is done based on geography rather than at large, it may affect who's on your ballot to vote for. But in terms of like Secretary of State, State uh, U U.S. Senate, Auditor, Treasurer, those things will all be the same. They're not in the business of preventing you from voting. And when you go vote, they will very just likely ask you, they will, they will ask you the question about whether you're still there or not. Um, and I don't know if you answer no, how that changes, but where you're registered to vote is where you vote from. But please just contact your county election uh, division. I'm sure they're open right now. They're working very hard, I'm sure. They will be able to answer that question for you. And they are, Indiana, like many other states, is in the... It, in the business of wanting people to vote. 317-684-8444. Mm -hmm. That's the phone number. If you'd like to contribute, we would like to hear you. We had one more phone call, but we got to take a break. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up, a letter that I received in a dinner <laughs> that Rob went on. We'll hear about it coming up from 93 WIBC.